Excuse me, what is going on here? But first we're going to make a little detour. So absurd, so questionable. Yeah, I guess we're just the weirdos. Expect the detour. In all religions, there's a holy land. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Christianity, it tends to be Jerusalem. People go to Jerusalem, go to the prayer wall, see where Jesus walked. Uh, for Muslims, it's Mecca, and they'll go pray around the big box. I assume it's an Amazon box. For Evan, he went to the motherland. He went to Germany. Hair the, Evan. The, <laughs> the place where Evan holds deer. Yeah, if you will. <laughs> it's, it's hard to speak of Germany and not fumble off into the ditch of the Holocaust. <laughs> Why don't you just tell us something fun you did in Germany, and we'll tell you if it seems on brand for you. Yeah. Uh, you wore lederhosen. He, I, I saw a picture. Lederhosen. How is that? Is that comfortable? Not at first, but it breaks in. It's because it's leather, okay. right? It is leather. It's very thick and coarse. And but mm. I like the two pictures of Germany that you get, which we do have German listeners, and it's not an insignificant amount. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Evan should have done a meet and greet while I should have. I was in Munich. Uh, could have met you at Oktoberfest. Oh, but man. I, I, I <laughs> Missed opportunity. On my part, I guess. <laughs> but I love the two pictures of Germans that you get. On one hand, you get the very stout, rule following, oppressive. You, the, the oppressed, you, you know, the picture of Germans that you get. On the other hand, you have these like cartoonish human beings that wear lederhosen and go up and yell off a mountain. Yeah. You know, like it's. <laughs> There's no middle ground for Germans. Either they are Nazis or they're cartoon characters. <laughs> Do you think they're trying to double down on the cartoon character thing? Yeah, they're trying to lean us back one way. <laughs> and honestly, it worked. Uh, I now just think Germans are silly people. <laughs> silly well, Evan had the opportunity to wear pretty much one of two costumes while he was over there. <laughs> you chose right. You chose right, I think. <laughs> and then I saw the reason why not to wear the other costume by visiting Dachau. Yeah. <laughs> Did you wear lederhosen there? I did not. <laughs> okay. I wore very traditional American clothing. Okay. Are you going to continue to wear lederhosen? Yeah, I think I'm going to work in like a lederhosen Friday. Kind of how everybody else does casual. I'll do a lederhosen and just see how it feels. That's where it starts, though. Yeah. Before long, it's going to become a Thursday and then a Wednesday. And before mm-hmm. long, you're just wearing lederhosen. Everything starts off as a as kind of a bit. Then it just it just becomes normal. Why didn't you wear it tonight? I'm offended you didn't wear it tonight you have it here don't you it's in my suitcase it's still packed away i haven't unpacked yet been home a while why haven't you unpacked yet i've been home for like two days seems like a while don't act like that don't act like you would unpack immediately i unpack immediately when i do that's disgusting that's wild no i don't i don't unpack two weeks (laughs) no no the the suitcase lays in the floor just because i'm hoping that i'm gonna have to take off again katie gets so mad when i get home and start unpacking if i go ahead and get it done i don't have to worry about it anymore oh my well, yeah, I mean, it's definitely more productive and more mature, but I wouldn't say, no. I would say you're in the minority. If Evan would have to wear his lederhosen today, wouldn't be able to do it. It's going to be wrinkled in a suitcase. Uh, does leather wrinkle? I don't think so. It, it could. <laughs> just theoretically. Wrinkled, but no, I would never unpack immediately when I get home. That's just seems stressful. Um, I've been traveling for 22 hours. Mm-hmm. I don't want to immediately go do more work. Were you working a lot in that <laughs> travel? I was tired. Yeah, how were you working on the plane? Was it like a steam engine situation where you're just mining, <laughs> you're shoveling coal into the... 
well, into the steam engine? The plane wouldn't fly without me if I didn't. So, How, did you convince people that you're magic? What do you wear on planes? Is it like a robe and like a really pointy wizard hat? Overalls, uh, striped, a black and white striped shirt, uh, and then a, a hat, a nice fluffed hat. You know what I mean? Like a conductor hat? Like a conductor hat, if you will. <laughs> do that people way. get nervous when you say if if something happens to me, this plane will crash? I consider them. It sounds kind of like a threat. Comforted. Comforted. Uh, yeah, I, I'd call it more comforted than threatened or scared. I imagine you look like the people on the Titanic. Steam, the steam guys. More or less. Okay. When I start the bathroom fire that propels this plane, and they say, "Thank you, Conductor Evan." Oh, you have a <laughs> you have a title. <laughs> yes. I like to imagine you do go up and hug every passenger, and in their ear, you whisper, "It's okay. I'm keeping you up here. You're safe. I'm still here." You know, you're hugging the person in row A and the person in row B is just having to sit there looking at you like, crap, he's coming to me next. <laughs> it's like that awkward situation when, like, you're the next person about to get hugged or, like, dapped up. You just kind of, like, have to sit there and wait for them to get to you. <laughs> yeah, you, know? you overthink it. You're yeah. like, man, I got to give a good hug here. Like, you start going in too soon. You're like, oh, wait, he's not to me yet. And then, like, he finally gets to you and you you like, haven't reacted yet. And you're like, oh, wait, I got to catch up. So you go too quickly into yeah, him and you, you like, over dap it. Yeah. That's, That's tough. I think everybody's been there yeah it's a first world problem do you do that with hugs do you overshoot hugs I do sometimes. I hug too low, hug too high. Yeah, hug a person behind the person you're in, you're intending to hug. Yeah, it's a little awkward because I mean, that, there's just so many people to hug on that plane. <laughs> there's just so. Many oh, on the plane. Okay, I didn't know if you're starting just to hug everybody you see. Did you ever go up behind the pilot and do like a second set of arms? Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> drive the plane. <laughs> what does this button do? <laughs> Just flipping switches. Yeah, just clicking stuff, seeing what happens. You're uh, like, no, no, I got this. I've operated a microwave before. Is that I drive a car every day, so I think I can drive a, a plane. When you enter the cockpit of a plane, what kind of confidence level do you have as the steam engine operator of that plane? Oh. Are you immediately like, let me take over these controls? I have full confidence in myself. Zero in the pilots. Sure. <laughs> so I immediately try to take over everything. Ask them, how many days have you shoveled coal? Tell me how much coal you've shoveled. They've, they'll say none. Yeah, say, say, when was the last time you flew a steam-powered airplane? Yeah. Uh, they'll say, <laughs> it hasn't been ever. And then, then they'll be like, this plane isn't steam-powered either. What do you, I mean, what's your response to that? I say, not that you know of. <laughs> so you don't know enough about the plane that you're flying. Because there's a full fire going in the back. <laughs> That they is lo- propelling this this airplane. They look outside their cockpit door, and it looks like the steam room of the Titanic. <laughs> People are shoveling, and it looks like the fire is a Mordor. There's just yeah. a glow of fire on the on the walls. And Somebody's back there smithing an axe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bunch of just sweaty people. <laughs> Few dwarves mixed in and out. <laughs> we joke, but they're actually dwarves. They could be a dwarf back there. there. <laughs> they're allowed on planes. Yeah, they didn't have like the long like dreads and a beard when they got on, but by the end of it, they did. Okay. <laughs> when they long, started smithing an axe, yeah. <laughs> when they started smithing an axe. They were like, "I gotta grow these puppies out." <laughs> There's a bunch of beef cakes back there. Yeah. <laughs> The pilot's like, holy cow, <laughs> you're right. Does he question why it's so homoerotic back yeah. there? <laughs> Just a bunch of sweaty men. <laughs> Just an industrial plan of sweaty men in the back of his airplane. Yeah. You and your 1930s uh, steam engine room men. 
<laughs> I feel like a song would start playing and they would start shoveling on beat. Yeah. <laughs> it turned into some like homoerotic musical. <laughs> I feel like a plane that was solely run off of steam. Maybe they get a little tired and they start sh- they stop shoveling the coal at a normal rate and that plane starts starts like skipping. <laughs> Bouncing up and sputtering. down. <laughs> yeah, sputtering. You go back there with a whip and a chair. <laughs> Yeah, they're just like gliding at, at points, just yeah. trying to get to the next. It doesn't get to thirty thousand feet. <laughs> yeah, no. I think it gets to forty feet at best. Yeah, it's taking off church steeples. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find a nice cliff to to take off from. <laughs> Those are Evan and his merry men right there. <laughs> uh, welcome to Questionable Detour. Let's do some hypotheticals. Bing bang bing bang bing bang bing bang bing. Can I pose a somewhat abstract, purely hypothetical question? I guess I, I want to apologize for asking a hypothetical question. Well, that's a hypothetical question. Um, all right. So for our first hypothetical, we are diving into a situation that everybody's been in. Sleepovers, slumber parties. Everybody's done that. Now, as three grown adult male, we don't do that often anymore. But keyword is often. Open to it. <laughs> Still happens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you fall asleep in somebody's house. It's, it's surprise slumber party, right? Let's say it doesn't happen as often as we'd probably like it. You're right. Yeah. I'm always scratching at somebody's door hoping they invite me in. Zach is always trying to fall asleep at somebody's house hoping that they'll just let him stay over. It's a thin line between a squatter and a slumber mm-hmm. party, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, at what point does the slumber party become just squatting at somebody's house? Mm-hmm. Uh, but as people who want to do slumber parties more often, why don't we tell people how we handle a slumber party? Well, for me, I just like to make it more of a surprise sleepover. Yeah, Absolutely. The you best, know? the best. Everybody exactly. loves a surprise party. Exactly, it's more fun that way for me, for everyone involved, because you don't you don't see it coming, and it's like I didn't know this was going to happen tonight, but this is fun. This I is a imagine fun thing it's very doing. surprising when somebody rolls over at one thirty in the morning. It's just you, yeah, <laughs> sleeping in their bed after I had originally left their house. <laughs> oh, you came back. I came back without You were knowing. invited originally to their house, though. Yeah, I mean... Like we, a little dinner party? Yeah, we had like a dinner party, you know, we had some drinks, had some convos, you know, yeah. as we say. And then, uh, yeah, I left. I said, oh, yeah, I see you later. <laughs> wink, <laughs> wink. <laughs> yeah, obviously. They're like, okay. Okay. Don't know why you're winking. Yeah. See you later. I leave. I walk down like two or three steps. I immediately throw my body against the wall outside oh. their house. <laughs> So they can't see me. Yeah, you, you start playing like the James Bond theme song yeah, in your head. The Pink Panther. Yeah. Just <laughs> looking like I'm about to go steal some jewelry. Yeah. Which wouldn't put it past you. I mean, if, <laughs> if the opportunity I'm arises. already sneaking in. They're not going to know it's God. They're going to be too worried about why you're in the house to worry about what happened to their jewelry. So as they turn the lights off, I uh, mosey my way back inside, sight unseen. How do you get into the house? The door's still unlocked from oh. when I just walked out. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you sneak right back in. I sneak right <laughs> There's not much time in between. <laughs> but of course, I'm the first one there. I'm the last one out. Yeah. I like to you're, go the distance. They think you're a dedicated friend. friend. <laughs> no, you're, <laughs> you're shutting the place down. Yeah, you're looking for a place to sleep. <laughs> I imagine, like, as they're showing you their house that, you know, Maybe it's a housewarming. They're giving you a tour. You go into their bedroom. You start like complimenting their bed. You're like, man, that bed looks comfortable. That sleeps <laughs> three, huh? <laughs> <laughs> 
king size bed, you say. But then he also finds like non-traditional places to sleep, like yeah. a like a corner, you know, or like a a window nook yeah. <laughs> up under the sink. <laughs> I bet you could really curl up in that closet. Your attic is a livable space. <laughs> Interesting. Good to know. Anyway, I mosey back in there. You say mosey, but the way you make it sound, it has to be very quick to like jump through that door once he's closing it. Yeah. If by mosey, of course, I mean sprint. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dash around with the agility of a, a small cat hiding corners. I find the dark spots in each room. You are the shadow in the night. I am. I'm like Batman. Do you in wear a way. Batman costume? <laughs> Is that a part of this? I wear all black. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and a black ski mask. Okay. <laughs> I don't need to be seen. Are you? I want it to be a surprise. Are you doing blackface? No. <laughs> Just a black ski mask. Unless my But black you have black mask. paint underneath the oh, black yeah. ski mask. I mean, I want to make sure. It's just like eyeliner. Yeah. It's not It's not the whole face. Uh-huh. It's just the pieces that the black mm-hmm. ski mask doesn't cover. Like my nostrils and like right. my eye holes. Yeah. And just got to make sure. Around your covered. lips. I don't want to be seen. Where do you keep all your bedding? Or do you use their bedding? I bring my own. Okay. Okay. When, when I first come into the house, I have a backpack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I conveniently leave that. Yeah, you stashed away somewhere in the house. Room, yeah. Oh, I forgot my backpack, I say, if they ever find me. I was just trying to get the zinc. <laughs> You've got your go bags stashed away for in case something goes wrong. That's for the cleaning. <laughs> cleaning materials under the sink and she opens it up and you're just sitting there wide-eyed. <laughs> you're like, oh, I forgot my bag. My bag. <laughs> it was here all along. Who knew? Who they ever knew? pretend to be a cat? Meow. <laughs> 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 pretend more to be like a cockroach. And yeah. Scurry yeah, away. Scurry off. <laughs> Try to get out of the light. <laughs> yeah, scurry up under some hutch. So you, you you leave your go bag basically yeah. in various places Full around of these houses and bedding. Okay. And once everybody the lights are out and everybody's gone to bed, they kind of brush their teeth, done their bedtime routine. I start trying to find different places around the house that I dig a nice little snooze in. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean that's what you're there for. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm here for. I'm trying to figure out what places in this house foster the best sleep. Get me to that good REM sleep. Yeah. I'm sure. Looking for the rim. So sure, I I find my way under underneath the spare bed just see if there's any room under there to catch some quick z's sure take a 30 minute power nap just to get me propelled into my next right. spot because i mean once you're in the house you want to take full advantage of it yeah i mean you want to try every spot every spot that you can i bet they're confused like you know the next time you see them and you're in their house you're like man that corner over there catch up serious rims yeah <laughs> in that corner <laughs> I say, buddy, how many sheep you counted in that closet over there? Because you can count at least 30. <laughs> you sound like, you sound like, is this guy on LSD? <laughs> is he on shrooms? <laughs> Counting sheep in closets. at least 30 sheep in that closet, I swear. <laughs> you ever curled up on top of that washing machine while it's going? <laughs> Warm. Rock you right to bed. <laughs> at what point do you doff? your burglar costume and is it just a onesie underneath do you ever end up in the bed with them well yeah once you've kind of exhausted all the sleeping spots around the house you get tuckered yeah. you're exhausted you've exhausted, I'm exhausted. the spots i'm exhausted, exhausted the spots okay. you're tuckered out from all the sleeping you'd been doing and adventuring <laughs> that buddy huh. get that get that burglar suit off and just kind of cozy on in another the night you nestle in there between <laughs> yeah, them you work your way between them and Man, this king size bed got some room to it, huh? <laughs> He's saying that at full volume. Yeah, I say, oh, oh, buddy, zebra onesies. Daddy can stretch. <laughs> they're, they're like half awake, going like, man, the cat is very warm and very big right now. <laughs> they're like hitting me. I'm like, oh, 
let me explore my space. You know, <laughs> figure out what I got here. So we need to remember that under the mask that he has, he just has black paint around his mouth, <laughs> yeah. around both eyes, and around his nose, and that's it. And now he's sleeping in these people's bed. Yeah, I look like a goth clown. Yeah. <laughs> Just passed out in a zebra onesie. So they wake up. They're happy to have me, of course. Oh, God. <laughs> I bet. You know. So we all cozy up and we uh, sleep through the night. They're like, oh, surprise sleepover. So. <laughs> wow. They accept you because they're afraid of what happens if they tell you to leave. You have, um, a, you have an emo clown in there and a zebra onesie. You're going, our best chance of survival is just to accept <laughs> the situation where Let's in. just wait it out. Yes. <laughs> They're just they're just praying that sun up. <laughs> <laughs> they start trying to get up at like four, and Evan's like, "No, no, 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 no! It's that not alarm time hasn't yet. Gone off yet." <laughs> we go by my biological clock, people. <laughs> it was <just> gonna <laughs> lay everyone back down. And you nudge them and go, "You can get me some water." <laughs> a little parched. The <laughs> pancake situation. <laughs> When do you leave the house? Is my question. Like you, you go through the night, you scope out your various areas, you inevitably land in the bed with the owners. When do you leave? I just like to kind of feel it out, uh, read the room. So is that because you wrote all over the walls? Well, <laughs> and yeah. you read the room. <laughs> I wrote all the like I I do a table scoring format of all yeah, the places to sleep in the house. Okay. Uh, okay. score them out for the people and yeah. then I read it off to them. Yeah. So that they But you write the away. same thing over and over and over again? Yeah, I say all over the walls. Sleep is final. Sleep is final. Sleep is final. Sleep is final. Yeah, Just yeah. all over the Just 100 times. You sleep when you die. You sleep when you die. <laughs> Just all over the room. So when that sun comes up and they have the emo clown in their bed, mm-hmm. they don't get the satisfaction and relaxation that they expect from the sun. No. They wake up and it's just crudely <laughs> written cryptic words all over the wall. Death is the deepest sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Death is the deepest sleep and sleep comes for us all. <laughs> and then I have like the little scoreboard and like tiny in the corner and I have uh, the couch. Good. Uh, the closet. Fair. Uh, fair. Yeah. Um, death. Hundred out of one hundred yes. <laughs> coming. <laughs> oh man, I guarantee they don't live in the house anymore after that. No, yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. like we're gonna get out. They gotta find more places for me to sleep. I guess. That, yeah, you follow. <laughs> What's the insidious like the horror movie? They're like, it's not your house that's haunted; it's you that's haunted, and these people are haunted with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm you just the, follow them. I'm the demon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, what sleepover do you got? What do you do when you invite people over or you go over to a slumber party? Well, first off, I don't go over to anybody's house. That's, okay. <laughs> that's for chumps. Um, I invite people to mine. When they come over, I've already got just series of sleeping bags already laid out on the floor prepared um, yeah they're not getting in a bed my no. my bed is, is sacred for me they'll sleep in sleeping bags on the floor and right at the entrance of each sleeping bag is a little treat like a rice crispy treat oh, or cool. a cookie i lure them into the sleeping bags oh. <laughs> <laughs> you have to phrase it you could have like used that? a different verb <laughs> <laughs> you have to phrase it like that or the worst verb you could have used <laughs> 
How can you take something that's actually a good idea for a sleepover and make it so bad? They're grown people. I'm not. It's not. They're not children. <laughs> Does it make it better? Lure, lure. It's just regular good old kidnapping. <laughs> Oh, is this, okay. Is this where this is going? You lure them into a sleeping bag? <laughs> yeah. What happens? What happens subsequently? I mean, people could have just gotten into the sleeping bag. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to say you're kidnapping bag. them. I'm worried that that they wouldn't get tired quick enough. <laughs> do you immediately, when they go in head first, as most people do, into that sleeping bag, do you immediately tie it up like they're in a... Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta toss them into a cart. <laughs> Like well disposing of the hundred one Dalmatian. I've got a I've got an old flatbed truck <laughs> street parked on the on the side of the road, and I just I, I haul those those tied up sleeping bags, full them of all full, full, of, of full of people. I just haul it over to the truck and throw them in the back, and they're strapping around down. like worms. They they <laughs> are they are. Free. <laughs> you can't you can't see them. They just look like moving sleeping bags. Yeah. <laughs> Not too upset. They have a rice krispie treat in there. They yeah. So like we gave. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave them food. I mean, you yeah. know, they've got they've got a nice sugary uh, sugary treat. So you hear them screaming, but it's kind of yeah. like a all right. Let me let me uh, like their mouth is <laughs> <start> full. crunching. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I can't tell if that is a scream of hey, let me out of here, or hey, man, is this homemade? <laughs> you know, like I, I don't I don't know if they're just into the into the dessert or if. They're afraid. You assume they want out to get another Rice Krispie treat. Yeah. Little they know yeah. you're going to give them another mm-hmm. one. Yeah. When you... you where does this end out, up? Right, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and this is obviously a very well thought out, uh, well thought out experiment we're doing here. So, I, I, I drive them. It's a... It's kind of like a progressive dinner, sort of, but it's a progressive sleepover. Like a liberal dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lots a, of blue-haired people. <laughs> Yeah, lots of uh, lots of blue-haired people. Um, we got a lot of opinions, um, <laughs> a lot of virtue signaling happening. Yeah. Um, but I bring them to this next house, and then I let them out of the sleeping bags. Oh, that's good. And they think, man, well, that was weird. But hey, let's just try and get past it. Let's have a good time at yeah. this new house. So we start walking around, and there's there's a lot of beds in this house. Okay. Well, hey, what's is that a chocolate chip cookie on the oh, on man. the pillow? <laughs> is this another lur- luring? No, it's not a lure. You gotta learn by now, right? Yeah. They're not. We're not luring them anywhere. We've learned from our mistake on that one. Okay, okay. There's a cookie on the bed. So they go to the bed and we just strap them down. Okay. Oh <laughs> okay, you strap them down. Um, uh-huh. You didn't lure. You didn't lure them. No, there this no. Time. They're not. They're not lured. They came on their own volition, yeah. I guess. And they saw a cookie and they were this like, "This is oh, sort I want of a. Thing. This is sort of like a. You really just kidnap fat people with bad impulse control." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't have skinny people. You would get uh, me, at yeah. my at my sleepover. That carry around those sleeping bags full of three hundred pound people is probably pretty difficult. Yeah, well, I don't like the gym, um, so I'd, I'd rather carry around uh, just a wiggling fat kid, not kid, <laughs> <laughs> a wiggling fat person. <laughs> <laughs> to Your get lawyer, my exercise. <laughs> what people can't see right now is Alan's lawyer over in the corner going, ah, not that one. Strike it. Strike yeah. it. <laughs> he's doing the thing, the hand like crosses his throat. Like he's like, ah. His head is in his hands right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, I can't, we can't recover from this. So, okay. So you strap them down. Mm-hmm. There's no way you know where this is going, but I'm going to continue asking you questions. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you strap them down. What? 
what are you doing with these <laughs> fat people that you have strapped down? What I do is I... Is this like a weird weight loss camp? Have you taken these people to a fat camp? <laughs> it's my own personal fat camp. I just start yelling at them. I just tell them how fat they are. I say, boy, you tubby. You just berate them with insults? <laughs> Yeah. Like you have them just strapped down and they can't <laughs> just, do anything about Just it. a lot of weight-based insults. Um, <laughs> it's weird that you have them strapped down when, naturally, they're not very quick-moving people. Yeah, they're not going to go anywhere. No, no. Especially but, with all the cookies and Rice Krispie treats <laughs> around. <laughs> Clearly, there's a surplus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's that's just to get them there. Like, you know how when you're trying to quit cigarettes, you know, you, you probably just smoke one every now and then. Sure, yeah, I can relate to that. When you're trying to quit being fat, you probably just eat a cookie every now and then, right? Sure, and that's sure. that's just good logic, I guess. Right. But I just I, I strap them down and I just I just berate them. I just tell them you're nobody loves you. Mm. You're too fat. Now, right? does the berating help them lose weight, or is it the fact you don't feed them? Oh, I don't I don't know that it actually works. <laughs> it's just for your entertainment. This is this is just uh, this is just for me. Um, I'm trying to <laughs> trying to get a new season of The Biggest Loser on. Um, and I'm I'm taking it a different route, a uh, little more kidnapping than the like than saw. the last show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little more Are like you? taken with Liam Neeson, yeah, cross yeah, the biggest yeah. loser and saw, yeah, yeah. No particular set of skills involved, <laughs> and uh, we're we're not in Europe. I um, imagine you feed them like a bunch of fat rabbits, just giving them some like lettuce, like as much on this. You just kind of they can't move, so it's just. You're forcing it in their face, and they're they just they just love eating so much that eventually they're like, you know, I I, I got to eat this this lettuce. Yeah, they don't have a choice. It's not a it's not a cookie, but I'll it'll do. Do you have one of those water bottles that you see on the side of hamster cages that you know have the have the nozzle that once they kind of start like licking on it, the water mm-hmm. comes out? Yeah, yeah, I I have that form, but I also have a hamster wheel, oh. human size hamster wheel. Yeah. Um, Exercise. Good so I let them. Yeah, I, I let them out one at a time to just run the wheel. I, you know, take a fishing pole, tie a cookie to it. Let them, <laughs> let them, you know, run in front of it. They never, they, they never get the cookie, but they get a little exercise. Yeah. Do you tell them it powers the oven that bakes the cookies? <laughs> yeah. They, <laughs> there's, there always needs to be something to keep them going. And at this point in their weight loss journey, just being fit is not enough. Mm-hmm. They need to feel like they're doing something to produce the desserts do you actually have a bakery run by fat people off of fat people like <laughs> where what's the point is what i guess is what i'm gonna try to get to like it just seems like you have like a cattle farm of fat people that you're just running for your own amusement <laughs> like what is the what is the product that's being produced here second question after you answer that i also have this question how did you get them here like how did you get them into your house to kidnap them true. in the first place. So let's answer the first question. What's the product that's being produced other than just thinner people? Just content. I mean... <laughs> just, you have an Instagram account? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Follow me at um, at uh, Too Many Tubbies um, on Instagram. Um, we're posting... We're going on Instagram Live daily, um, walking into the rooms and just seeing what everybody's up to. Um, <laughs> they're up to nothing. They're strapped to a yeah, bed. They're strapped to a bed. Well, just sweating and scared. Just <laughs> <laughs> Not every day is going to be a progress day. <laughs> Some days are better than others, but the whole point is it's entertaining. <laughs> For you. Yes. 
for me and the the dozens of followers yeah. that uh, <laughs> that, 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 that. Su- that subscribe the um, fives and sixes of your followers. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, a content creator. Um, okay, well then, back to Evan's question: How do you do? You just lure the people into your quote unquote yes. slumber party. How did you first? L- I know you lured them into the sleeping bags, but yeah. how did you lure them into your house to begin with? How do you how do you make sure to only catch the fat ones? You know, yeah. what filter? <laughs> what very what very wide graded filter did you use? I went to uh, the local indoor mall and sat outside of uh, between a GameStop and a Cinnabon. Yeah, oh, mm. and what? I hit the target demographic that yeah. I was looking for. Yeah. You would have like got flies the honey. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would have been right there in your trap. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get them to your house? Because you're there. I assume there's some sort of a bus with a very good suspension involved. <laughs> they have to provide. They have to provide their own transit oh, okay. to my house. <laughs> what I tell them is, I say, look, this Mountain Dew's not going to drink itself. Like, come on, come on oh. over. We're gonna we're, we're gonna hang out. We're gonna have a good time. Uh, catch some anime. Um, nothing sexual. You have nothing. To that over and nothing over sexual. This is this is completely above board. <laughs> and because they clearly don't have a lot going on, they're they're okay with it. Yeah. They show up. Uh, so people would call you a predator. <laughs> I think we made it clear it's a content creator. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I don't... I that's a heard heck of can, a slumber party. You can get away with anything if you're a content creator. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I've heard. All right. Well, here's mine. I don't know how I will match or top both of those, but here we go. So my slumber party is also at my house. I like having control. So I do it at my house. And what I do is when I invite somebody over for a sleepover, I walk them through the stages of a bad marriage. So they enter in and um, they're almost like a children. Think of them as like mine and my wife's children, right? Immediately they get in. It's the initial part of the slumber party. You know, they put on a little onesie. They, cut, you know, sit on the couch and... Me and my wife just start making out. It's the initial part of this relationship. We're just not even laying down, just up, just perfect posture, just slobbering on each other like a couple of bull mastiffs, just kissing on. We don't say anything to them. We haven't said anything since they've entered into the house. <laughs> you know, maybe they try to turn away. No, no, we just move right in front of them. They have to watch this. <laughs> Let the boy watch. <laughs> Because they need to see the stages of how a marriage falls apart. <laughs> and it so, starts with good posture. <laughs> it starts with weird, nerdy, good posture kissing. <laughs> so, you know, that goes through and, you know, they're uncomfortable. Maybe she says something that disrespects me. I yell a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Ooh, y'all sure, been with a couple sure. and they start kind of fighting. It's tense, right? A little awkward. <laughs> well, it starts to escalate, right? All of a sudden, they're in their room. And they just hear daddy throwing cups at mommy. Oh, man. See the blue lights <laughs> coming through their window from the police that have just pulled up. Those glitch quickly. Yeah. It's a bad marriage. <laughs> they had one argument and then domestic abuse. I am, I am not, I don't handle my anger well. Yeah. You know they're they're hearing the yelling and it's just they're just sitting on their bed just kind of knees touching and hands in their lap just listening to the yelling going on downstairs. You know I might yell something along the lines of 
you know, it's the person upstairs that's tearing us apart. Blame it on them. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Nice. yeah. We should have never invited blame. him over. <laughs> Things aren't the same as they were before he came here. My wife is yelling her whatever women yell in those situations. You hear a <laughs> of a backhand. The police are here for this? Or <laughs> you just said the police are here. Reverse. I started to, yeah, the police are here for this. They're in on it. Okay. <laughs> They're in on the slumber party. They see you s- slap your wife. Yeah. <laughs> They're paying for it. It's oh, like a dog okay. fighting ring at this point. <laughs> They're just tossing money down there. They're get, placing their bets. Um. Oh, I forgot this is all a performance. Never mind. Okay, yeah. Well, well, I don't I know. Mean, you know. <laughs> you frame it as a performance. So it's a blurred line between art and reality. <laughs> We're doing a slumber party, by the way. We have to remember this. Yeah, it's a slumber party. The person that is involved in the slumber party comes downstairs, and it looks like a Korean cockfight ring, man. Like It's just me and my wife just domestic violencing on each other, backhands and scratches, and you have a bunch of Asians and various races throwing money in the pit. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy with a cigarette as a bookie, just counting up the money and writing things in his, you know, in his notepad, taking bets. But it is all for the experience mm. of this person. <laughs> you know how marriages fall apart. Uh-huh. They start out good, it ends in a in a gambling ring. Classic marriage, classic <laughs> divorce. Just two people wailing on each other. In a, just a just a weeknight for most people, I guess. <laughs> Cockfight. And that's where the money problems happen. After that ends, we start, me and my wife, in this failed marriage, start arguing about money. And we talk about how she buys too much makeup. And she says, I buy too much bobblehead figures. You know, I'm a collector. I'm a collector. And the night's not over. I mean, eventually he has to go to sleep crying on his pillow Mm -hmm. because mommy and daddy are fighting again. And they're blaming it on him. Well, they're blaming it on Yeah, absolutely. They're blaming it on him. And and the next day, (laughs) to really finish off... The whole experience, they have to come to the courthouse with us to be there with the divorce proceedings. They have to be there as we fight over custody of this poor person that has had been a sleepover. Do you make them choose which one they want to go yeah, with? Yeah, yeah. You know, the judge you, is like, have the child choose. But this is like a 45-year-old man. The night before, do you go through the whole thing of like, one person won't sign the papers? And yeah. Like trying you know, to make like, them sign the paper? You know, lots of yellow. Sign the papers. It's sitting there on the table paper tearing and stuff yeah. like that. Do you and your wife pull the kid aside each individually and badmouth the oh. other? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're like, you you know how your mom is and she, she's good for nothing. Good for nothing. <laughs> good for nothing that woman. And she comes in right after I leave, like literally right after I leave. It's a weird like <laughs> line that just kind of switches back and forth. It's like you exit while she's coming and you're like, "Okay. Oh, hey Linda." And you're just like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and we both badmouth each other right in front of each other. It's it's great. It's it sounds like you, so much fun. It, <laughs> and uh, by the end of the court proceedings and stuff, we sign the papers. You know, she gets half my stuff, <laughs> and you get to go with her. You get to live <laughs> with Linda, <laughs> and you can't leave because it's legally binding. She's your. She's at your, at uh, some point, did you adopt this kid? No, you're, I guess technically. <laughs> By kid, kid, we mean the full adult. Sure, sure. <laughs> full adult. But, I mean, he's still in a onesie. <laughs> legally, I guess it, you could call it an adoption because legally he has to go with Linda. So there's only one kid at this sleepover? <laughs> it's hard to get. Or one person at this yeah, sleepover? I mean, <laughs> I mean, me and Linda didn't want more than one kid. <laughs> the one kid's already torn us apart. <laughs> <laughs> they say it's always the kid's fault. <laughs> That's what I tell him, too. <laughs> this is your fault. Linda's over there. 
if we, maybe if we just had one more, it would, <laughs> it would fix everything. We'll save this marriage. <laughs> Do y'all ever almost uh, make up? Yeah, I mean, we go through. It's a, it's a roller coaster. Lots of fight and lots of making out right in front of this person. <laughs> I'll I go and it happens instant. There's a making out, and then all of a sudden I just detach and haul off and slap her. <laughs> when you go to the making out, do you go to stiff back again? <laughs> yeah, very good posture, very very sloppy kisses, like two bookends kissing. <laughs> <laughs> like two two rulers making out. <laughs> And then in an instant, it's just right back to me backhanded. <laughs> it just, she, she just breathes in a weird way and pops. I send one across her bow. She gets. <laughs> she takes a foot to the chest. Breaking a bottle over like you're christening a ship. <laughs> it all in <laughs> it, it ends with one of us owning the child <laughs> or one of us owning the grown adult that we have pretended is a child so this performance has been lifelong <laughs> what started as a performance is now you're both just divorced. the slumber party is a continual thing <laughs> oh. oh man yeah domestic violence hilarious <laughs> but that, i mean that's mine personally that's how i handle slumber parties it's a dinner and a show. Well, I tell you, <laughs> it really it's it's, uh, it's one they won't forget. That's yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna stay away from your house just to be safe, <laughs> like in general. Yeah. If you want a family, <laughs> don't. <laughs> Not one with you. Yeah, I'll be one of the guys that show up to the cockfighting yeah. uh, <laughs> ring, but I don't want to be the person yeah. coming over. I'll yeah. throw some money in the ring, but <laughs> you'll, you'll I don't think I'm gonna go. One. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna go to your house like near sundown. Okay, <laughs> just like, keep it during the day. There you go. If, if anybody wants to come over and stay the night with us, y'all are welcome to. <laughs> All right. So our next segment is uh, is a Craigslist. So let's let's jump into that. Craigslist has got what you need, but sometimes Craigslist needs what you got. All right. So for today's Craigslist, got somebody looking for love, and who's not looking for love? You know, should we judge him for going to Craigslist looking for love? Yes. I mean, if hundred <laughs> percent. If you know, and sometimes you just don't have luck out in the real world, so you have to go on an outdated site looking just shooting your shot out into the abyss, right? The same right. place that you would go to buy a old used bush hog. <laughs> a, a mound of dirt. <laughs> All right. The the original post reads like this Italian prince looking for love. A good guy is hard to find, but here I am, looking for my special someone to spend the rest of my life with. Very heartfelt post right there, guys. Nice. Yeah, just looking for love. All right, so I initially write him. I say, hi, I saw you were an Italian prince. I would love to get to know royalty. How are you? Winky face. You know, a little flirty. You don't know how it is. You know how a grown man talks to another grown man. Such a <laughs> such a tease. <laughs> oh, he responds to my little flirty initial message. Hello, I am well, thank you. Yes, I would love to get to meet you and introduce you to my circle. <laughs> I hope we can share some photos. My palace is in Astoria. Hope you can accept my invitation to perhaps enjoy the afternoon slash evening slash night together. Ooh. Ooh. 
It's a big list. You get to presumptuous pick... thinking you're going to spend half the day. <laughs> Do you get to pick one of those or you have to pick all of them? Uh, sounds like it's uh, guaranteed all of the above. Yeah. <laughs> What do we think the circle is? The, what do we, yeah, is it a, it's a bullfighting ring, right? Like yeah, that or it's like his fire ring in his backyard. I'm thinking it's like his AA meeting, maybe? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> just, I mean, the first date, he's just like, hi, my name is Italian Prince. This is, <laughs> this is Zach. Hi, Zach. But uh, where do we think his story is? And he, sa- is, he says he has a palace in Astoria. Sounds like like a, just a fictional country. Yeah, it does. Well, no one calls himself an Italian prince and doesn't say they live in a palace. Well, I continue to him saying that. I would love to meet your circle or any other shapes you own. <laughs> I like a man with shapes and in shape. I'm no square. I'll stay the night with you. Maybe you can tell me about yourself. Winky face. You're really flirty. God, I didn't know that about you. You're kind of a slut. <laughs> he continues. Love your reply. <laughs> you are smart and surely fun princess. I am 45 years old from Florence and moved here 20 years ago. I'm 5'11", 200 pounds. <laughs> squatty guy. I love to ride dot, 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 motorcycles and pee. Strong arm uh, emoji. Strong arm emoji. Monkey covering his eyes emoji. Kissy face emoji, heart emoji, sees. Tough look for our guy. It is Craigslist. <laughs> I hope you like what you see here attached and hope to get a photo from you soon as well. Baki. <laughs> <laughs> what is Baki? Baki. B-A-C-I. Is that an Italian word? I don't know Italian. What is Baki? Sounds like how an old man would say chewing tobacco. They call it Baki. Baki <laughs> Spit that Baki at your mouth. <laughs> Wait, before we continue, Evan does a great Italian accent. Oh, that he Not does. this again. And we that need we need him to read. I think we need to get him to read this Italian prince. So we get a full authentic uh-huh. feel of what this uh, this Italian oh. prince sounds like. I loved your reply. You are so smart and a surely fun prince, eh? I am 45 years old, originally from Florence, and moved here 20 years ago. I am not living in 200 pounds. Love the rap. Motorcycle. Sis. Baki means. I was so scared for you to scroll down on this picture. With that message, he sent a picture. So we're hopefully about to see a 5'11", 200 pound man. All right. So first picture, happy smiling guy. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Nipples hard as diamonds. Sweat pouring from his body. (laughs) Well, he just ran a marathon in a button up. Doing <laughs> sweaty nipples hard as diamonds. Look at the look at the buttons on his shirt, man. They're hanging oh on for God. dear life. That's because his nipples are just absolutely <laughs> six feet out from his body. It's like he's got a mining tool attached <laughs> to his chest. <laughs> oh what 
do you God. think he was thinking when he was like, I'm going to send her the sweaty shirt? He looks like picture. he's about to joust with his nipples. Yeah, dude, his nipples, his nipples are ridiculous. It looks like he has two thumbtacks <laughs> hiding under a shirt. Did he just type that message out and get sweaty? <laughs> <laughs> Like, let me send a sweaty picture to this It goes this so person. far down. <laughs> it's so sweaty. It goes down to his belly button. Anyway, he sent another. He sent a couple pictures here. Got one. Got maybe like a fedora hat on. Classy, classy. John Ralphio vibes. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Got a picture of his motorcycle. Oh, motorcycle. Nice. Glad that's the only thing he sent that he likes to ride. <laughs> yeah. Then his next picture. Got him in a suit in a restaurant. Nice. All the other pictures look fairly normal yeah. except for... Sweaty nipple. <laughs> I mean, he really came out of the gate hard with that yeah. first one, you know? Really should have sent that one last. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or maybe not at all. <laughs> <laughs> we got to say one thing about the Italian prince, though. He is confident. He he looked at that picture of the protruding nipple and covered in sweat, and he said, this is one of my better ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the leadoff pitch right here. <laughs> the best representation of me. All right. I respond to him after all those pictures. I said, wow, you are handsome. I love a man with a motorcycle and, and prominent nipples. <laughs> I would love to know what kind of dates you would take me on, yeah. as a normal good mm-hmm. girl would. Know more about what you're getting into. Exactly. And he responds, Thank you. Well, it depends on your looks and what you like. When you are happy, I will be happier. <laughs> What a selfless guy. What a a nice guy. When you're happy, I'll be happier. I continue. You will like the way I look. Sounds like a Joseph A. Bank. (laughs) Sounds like a Joseph A. Bank commercial. I have what every man wants. All four limbs. Maybe you can tell me what rustles your jimmies and we can figure it out. What we both like. Winky face. Very flirtatious. We'll do a very flirtatious face. out there for him. He wasn't sweating before he's sweating now. (laughs) He responds, I love girls with every longs and parts in places. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. <laughs> every longs and parts and places. Every longs and parts and places. I am very open-minded and would love any ethnicities and beautiful eyes, hair, breast, and behind. <laughs> I love to be a prince, although I don't own or can't share any crowns of jewelry. Right. Yeah. Happy to feast on good wines, food, and hopefully... Your sure, surely gorgeous body. Ooh. <laughs> but now I'm very curious. Do you like to ride on motorcycles? Baki. <laughs> it's the Baki again. He does he does kind of write these emails like he's doing a letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just signing off Baki. Baki. <laughs> okay, do we believe he's a prince when he's like, I'm a prince, but I can't give you any anything, you know? Yeah, this should be it should be a red flag right there. I'm a prince, but with none of the pert. <laughs> also, uh tip to guys. When you're talking about eating and feasting, don't add, I would like to feast on your gorgeous body. Yeah, that does sound <laughs> like a Buffalo Bill yeah. situation. Yeah. Uh, I continue. I'm so happy you are a prince. I can't wait to wear a crown and look down on the peasants of the land. <laughs> you will have to take me back and show me your castle. I hope to meet the king. It's good you love eyes, hair, and boobies. And not only do you love the front, you love the behind as well. <laughs> I've never ridden a motorcycle. I want to. Though my brother was killed in a motorcycle accident, (laughs) he did not see the semi-truck coming and hit it head on. Let me tell you, he popped like a water balloon. That trucker will never be the same. He is probably still cleaning all out the guts from his engine. Yeesh. Anyway, if you can promise to not crash, I would love to ride your motorcycle with you as you take me back to your place 
for cheese and wine and royalty. You are flirty. Uh, you obviously did not read the message about the I can't share any jewels with you. Yeah, and I kind of overshared about my whole brother getting splattered on a yeah. semi truck. <laughs> yeah, I, I would, wanted to be vulnerable. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know that's that's important. It's a, I, I agree. It's important and maybe a little too much. Yeah, that's too much for one person to hold on to. Right. It's it, going to get the family secret out of the way. You know, just showing I'm honest. He continues. Wow, I'm so sorry to hear about your brother. <laughs> We could start with you riding on my scooter, much more comfy and safer as it doesn't go very fast. At this point, though, I really would love to see whom I'm having this lovely chat with. And hopefully we can meet this evening. Presumptuous. Also, don't start me on this scooter. All right? I'm a big girl. <laughs> Let me ride a motorcycle or nothing. And he sends a picture of his scooter. <laughs> <laughs> and his galoshes? Is he wearing galoshes in this picture? I don't know what those are. I respond, wow, you look totally sick on that. I bet you can do a backflip. <laughs> on the scooter or just like in general? At the pool, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love your shoes in that picture. I love shoes that have absolutely no ventilation in them. <laughs> that way there's no air circulation on your feet. Those shoes remind me of something Batman would wear. And I love superheroes. What do you carry around in your backpack? Probably your crown, right? (laughs) (laughs) He responds, Wow, thank you. You are gorgeous. And yes, your crown. I love shoes as well, but mostly taking them off of my princess. I really would love to meet you soon, perhaps today. Hope to do not be too direct. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Kind of fell apart in the last (laughs) sentence. (laughs) First of all, gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, you know, again, yeah. note to guys, don't, you know, flirt by saying I want to take off your shoes. Don't lead with the foot thing. Like you can grow <laughs> you can build to that later on. But just don't just Once don't come out of the like gate already with it. Hooked, yeah. 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 Once they get escape, you know. Once they're hooked on those jewels and crowns and stuff you're giving them. <laughs> I respond, I can't today because of my doctor appointment. I have an aggressive tapeworm situation. Let's get together tomorrow. <laughs> How aggressive. <laughs> you know, <laughs> aggressive tapeworm situation. Right. Who, who, who can't relate How to that? How aggressive, though? <laughs> How much control does the tapeworm have over the body? Is it typing right now? <laughs> he responds, oh, I see. Sorry to hear. Sorry to hear. Sorry to hear. Sorry to hear about your aggressive tapeworm situation. <laughs> he didn't even finish it. He just says sorry to hear. Yep. He didn't even bother uh, regurgitating <laughs> he, that information. He said, I don't want to say he that. Didn't, well, yeah, he didn't want to <laughs> recount that. He says, yes, tomorrow it's perfect for me. What time works best for you? And may I ask where you live? Thank you. A little direct, but I mean, I guess it makes sense. I respond, well, you didn't hear about the whole shoes situation. But if you want to take mine off, you should know that I'm missing three toes due to diabetes. <laughs> you said earlier you have all your limbs, but you didn't say anything about your toes. That is true. Digits. So I, I miss it. I have seven toes and a tapeworm. Whatever <laughs> guy wants. At least one tapeworm. <laughs> I feel like if you've got one, there's a good possibility yeah. you've got a couple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, doesn't, it just doesn't end with one. Uh, to continue with any time tomorrow, you name it, and I'll be there. And I live in New York City. <laughs> I don't think way to narrow that down. Yeah, like you meant <laughs> knocking more, on every door. <laughs> a little bit more specific there. <laughs> he continues. Oh wow! Sorry to hear about your condition. <laughs> how does five p.m. sounds? He says. How would you get here? But tomorrow it's raining, 
and can't come to pick you up. I am, and he gives his address uh, in Astoria. First of all, how does he know it's raining? Is he a fortune teller? <laughs> Maybe he can just look at a weather forecast. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he is a middle-aged man, so there's a good chance he knows the weather forecast. Yeah, but also, just because it's raining, he can't pick you up? It's because all he has is motorcycles uh, and a scooter. Does he own a yeah. real car? Does he own a real vehicle? Also, not a good show for him. Not going, hey, no. I... <laughs> You know, would he come if I said, come to my place? Would he then go, okay, I'll brave the weather? Yeah, probably. I think this guy's willing to do just about anything. Yeah, Not pick me up, apparently. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, you know, Chivalry's dead, apparently. <laughs> I continue. Sounds great. Can I have my brother bring me? <laughs> he supports my efforts to become a princess. Now that I found my prince, he will be so happy. I would love to hear more about you. Do you think he notices the contradiction? The dead about brother? About the brothers? I mean, I guess I could have more than one brother, but the only time I've ever brought up a brother, it's when he got splattered on an 18-wheeler. Maybe he's bringing you in spirit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he continues, well, would you have a phone number so we can chat? I respond, do you not enjoy using emails? I like using emails. It's a fetish of mine. Weird Winky fetish. face. Hey, don't judge. <laughs> Okay, I don't mind. What else can I tell you about me? I'm single with no kids, love nature, and have a drama-free life. And you? Would you have another couple pics of you? I respond. I had a couple kids, but I had to give them back. I love long walks on the beach with my seven toes in the sand. <laughs> I love dogs. Not all dogs, though. I don't like the dark ones. They remind me of the demons. I love all foods, but not some food. <laughs> Sometimes I sleepwalk and take off my clothes and recite the Gettysburg Address. It's my favorite song. I love collecting hotel do not disturb door signs and then place them all over my house in an effort to send a message to the voices. You know, normal people stuff. No drama at all. She doesn't like drama, folks. That's why she has do not disturb door signs, you know, keep the no demons drama. away and the drama away. <laughs> he continues, oh, wow, I see. No drama at all. Me, I see more pics of yours. Thank you. He left off the email signature. No more Baki. No yeah, more Baki. Thank you. I continue, I'm afraid I can't take pictures at the moment. I'm at the doctor where they're removing my tapeworm. I have named Ritz. <laughs> Ritz? <laughs> Ritz the tapeworm. <laughs> like the cracker? <laughs> no, the hotel. The hotel, yeah. Because <laughs> that's what your body was yeah. for him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, my body's the Ritz of the tapeworm. Yeah, like that seven-toed body's a five-star <laughs> hotel. <laughs> oh, man, but um, <laughs> he didn't respond to that. Huh. Uh, finally, too much for him. Yeah. But you know what? It's like you always say, Zach. If you can't take handle me with my tapeworm, you don't deserve me. <laughs> What you leave that one for the one-liner wisdom at the end? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! Uh, Well, there you go, Italian prince. I am available still. You know, me and Ritz. You still have Ritz? Yeah, he's he's in a jar. (laughs) I looking for love. I hope he found somebody. Baki, if you're listening, just let us know. Uh, You obviously didn't find us. We found you, but let us know if you found anybody else. Maybe a ten-toed person. Somebody with uh, two living brothers. <laughs> and somebody that isn't uh, ridden with parasites. And let's yeah. also suggest uh, some ventilated shoes like the croc. 
Yeah, <laughs> I think I think that would work very well for you. Uh, all right, let's do the tradition of a one-liner wisdom. Evan, what you got? I was talking to my wife while we were traveling the other day. That's good. You were with her and for oh, about a week and a half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good you talked to her. I finally <laughs> talked to her. And <laughs> day five of the trip. <laughs> yeah. And. We were talking about the one-liner wisdoms that we were doing, and she was like, wait, so y'all just, like, come up with those, like, on the spot while you're there? Yeah, we're very talented. Yeah, it really is just, like, a stream of consciousness. Like, you don't really think about it. Yours are. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, that would stress me out. I don't know how you do that. So she was like, all right, I'm going to come up with something for you. Oh, great. Okay. So So I got some Savannah submitted. Yeah, listeners know Savannah. She's been on a couple times. One-liner wisdom number one. If an otter can live with two hands, so can you. (laughs) Okay. Okay. When the plane flies, the sun will rise. (laughs) She said, it rhymes so you know that it's important. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That sounds like a modern-day, like, Native American saying. Yeah, it does. (laughs) And then number three is... When in Rome. Oh, okay. That one's already been established. Seems like another saying, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Savannah, for your three my your yeah, three so. one liner wisdoms. Is that taking your place? Yeah, that's All my right. place for this one. Okay. <laughs> thank you for Savannah for your one liner wisdoms. All right, Alan, one liner wisdom for it. Can you top Savannah? <laughs> I I don't know how I'm how I'm gonna top that. Never try to box a mailbox. <laughs> okay. It's a one-liner for a reason. That makes sense. Don't never mail a box of mailbox. That's good. They can fight back. Yeah. No, ship you out. <laughs> oh, there you go. Couple, couple of wisdoms for the Saturday workers. But that's it. Um, you have a hypothetical question you want us to answer. Uh, have some advice that you need. The three wisest people will be here for you. Questionable Detour Podcast at gmail.com Write us in. Tell us what you need. But uh, that's it, guys. You want to be done? Expect the detour.